pull that mic a bit closer towards you. Yeah, the last Or towards uh, maybe Can you move that one Certified uh, five-star Uber driver, and so I just uh, want to start out and want to, you know, obviously welcome out uh, Colorblind Dilemma as well. That was an awesome song. Love that song. And um, how did you get started being an Uber driver? I'm just curious. Um, I I think for me it was honestly. Uh, I was at a point in my life where I didn't really know what I wanted to do work-wise. I was kind of between careers, and I was like, you know what? This would be a fun way to earn a little bit of, you know, 20, 30 hours a week of income. 
and it kind of turned into a full-time gig and it's always been kind of like my backup you know for like so right now with obviously the pandemic you know it's kind of a lot of jobs aren't really there and it's kind of cool to have an outlet that I can go to and just be able to start and stop kind of whenever I want and it's fun just to get out and meet people especially you know we got like we're not able to go around and do things you know quite as much so the, the interaction with people is also pretty cool and of course that's incidentally how I met you yeah I remember um, you know I'm a seized candy I'm a uh, candy outdoor uh, salesperson that I uh, I picked you up in Castro Valley I remember that that was that was really awesome yeah I was down there I think it was Hayward I was down at um, I can't remember the name of the shop getting my uh, getting a radio installed in my car and I was like I gotta go pay my rent so you know what I might as well go to the bank and so I called a lift out there just to kind of like get the experience of you know the whole the passenger side of it that I very rarely see and on the way back I called an Uber and I got you and I was <laughs> like oh shit this guy and you know what are the odds yeah exactly now here I am months later sitting in your radio show but someone had told me um, that you're only as pretty as you treat other people and this this whole five star thing you know I mean that's a I feel like that's you know not the easiest thing you have to be a somewhat you know nice you know je decent person <laughs> you know, to have <laughs> a five star rating um, yeah I mean it, it's and I'm not quite five I'm four point nine six so you round up being to say five but that's pretty good I mean you're you're four point nine five if I remember right. 4.97, I think the last time I checked. Oh, okay, so yeah, so you and I are kind of like, you neck know, and neck. neck and neck with each other. So are you? Were you brought up here in the Bay Area, or? Yeah, I'm. I'm originally from Oakland. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Five one zero. Five one zero. Representing. Five one zero. Woo! <laughs> and these guys are like, yeah, now we're not five one zero. Close enough. Yeah, exactly. I, th I feel like um, I was a uh, Castro Valley, and originally it was four one five. Then it was five one zero, yeah, and now it's nine two five. Castro Valley's nine two five now. At least where I was tucked away in the canyon. Oh, okay. Crow Canyon, if you go way back. Oh yeah, down there. that's that's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that that's Crow Canyon. That that's like uh, Cash Canyon. You could also call that too, because you know, most people out there play planes. Yeah, I think that's what it's turned into. You know, back in the back in the eighties with Bishop Ranch and the whole thing out there. I don't know. If went out there, I was familiar with San Ramon, and, you know, in the 80s, these attorneys, they bought up this, um, this walnut orchard that was ran by a uh, family, the Norrises, they bought it out, and instead of turning it into residential, they turned it into a business park, so in the late 80s, it became the headquarters of Chevron, PG&E, AT&T, and all these really big companies, so all these people would move all over the world to move to San Ramon or to Danville and to that area. Yeah. It was a bit of a, seems like it's a boom. Yeah, it was a little before my time, but yeah, I've definitely seen the products of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got Colorblind uh, Dilemma in the studio right now. I wanted to introduce everyone out there. Um, so we got, um, we got Odin. I'll let you guys actually introduce yourselves since you guys are the rock stars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're Code by Dilemma. Thanks, thanks, JW, for having us. 
Uh, I'm Odin. This is Jerry. Also, um, Steve-O. What's going on? And Ruben. Hello, how you doing? Yeah, welcome to Mutiny Radio, huh? Yeah, hey, thanks, for having, thanks for having us. Yeah. We've got people in Guam listening right now. Oh, oh nice. Right. Shout out to Guam. Having a little tea party back here in the studio. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I wanted to leave it open to you guys to play another song. Is that, yeah. Sure, yeah. We'd love to. We'd love to. We're going to go with um, an original next called uh, Blueport Hotel. It's written by me and Jerry.
Nice. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah, we're sitting back here, um, Muni Radio, Colorblind Dilemma. We've got a five-star guest here, Ron Grant, here, Bay Area native. Yeah, so talking about kind of your colorful life as a, uh, <laughs> a Bay Area native and how you became, you know, the professional you are today. How did it all start? Um, oh, there we go. Okay. I, I mean, for me, it, it's like, because the one problem I've run into in life, I don't like to call this a problem, but it, it's kind of a, a hindrance, if you will, is like when I was nine, I was hit by a car. So I spent a few weeks actually at Oakland Children's Hospital. They actually saved my life. Uh, but the thing about it is the damage made it so I couldn't really like play sports. I couldn't do a lot of like physical labor jobs and whatnot. So it's been sort of one of these things where it's like rideshare made it where I actually have a job I can do. I'm not like a, you know, a cripple where I can't walk or on crutches or a wheelchair or whatever, but you know, it's the difference of like, it gives me something that I can, you know, do. And I, I love it and I appreciate the fact that I can, you know, take people around and I always, I'm kind of humbled by that experience. And even just, it's like, I see people and I see all their, what they go through, especially, you know, pre-pandemic, you, I, I would have, God, any number of things, you know. I mean, you find yourself being a therapist, a bartender, and a, a chauffeur, and a doctor sometimes as a driver. That is especially so at late, late at accurate. Night. That's very accurate. Yeah. I think it would be funny to actually, you know, being in rideshare and giving the rider the option, three options, <laughs> if you would like me to be your personal shrink for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the first option. <laughs> Number two, um, if you would like a karaoke Uber. Uh, and then the third option, a silent disco, which is a nice way to say I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, because you get that all the time. The, like the guy that comes in most of the time, and they're just staring staring at their phones with their headphones in, and it's just like – Oh my God! There, there's this. I don't know if she want to say it because there's passengers listening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna offend anyone here at Muni Radio. No, I, I mean <laughs> we're pretty. We're not NPR. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. Uh, no, but I remember uh, someone put up in one of the rideshare groups this meme of like, you know, Uber passenger versus Lyft passenger. You know, Lyft pass. You know, in the driver's perspective, Lyft passenger driver smiling. Hey. Lift pa- Uber passenger, ugh. And, you know, sometimes it's true. It's like, you know, you get that person, they come in, they put their headphones in immediately, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll just be your cab driver for your $5 ride that, you know, you're not going to show me any decency and then slam my door on the way out. Thank you very much, you <laughs> asshole. Uh, I feel like I definitely want to save the best for last. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, okay, I think everyone, I don't know, anyone out there, I don't know, Color Dilemma as well, but, uh, with the whole um, – with the Ubering, what is the worst Uber trip that you ever did? Oh, wow. That's – Is it up there? Is there like a bunch or just like – I mean there's definitely a few. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't actually had any too crazy in, in the Bay Area. I actually got started doing Uber when I was living in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, and that's a very different, uh, different experience than Country doing Western. it here. Uh, I mean half my weekend was – like, oh my god, we're here for Becky's bachelorette party. Woo! It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We've been drinking since 10. Oh my god, like, Nashville's so great. Like, oh my god. 
We're gonna get so wasted tonight. This bitch hasn't gotten laid in like two months, so we're gonna get her laid. And I'm like, hi, I'm single. Um, but that is perfect. <laughs> perfectly re- re- redone there. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, I just um, that. I, I just can't imagine Nashville, Tennessee, as compared to San Francisco. I think, you know, it is. I, I knew somebody that was um, Ubering in Portland. It was a whole different game. Oh yeah. I feel like you know here in a metro, you know, metro San Francisco Bay Area. I mean, you know. I mean, it's na- not like you're going to be Elon Musk or anything, but no. You could, uh, you know, pay your rent and stuff by being an Uber driver. I think here in the. Uh, I actually could too in Nashville. Uh, what I feel for kind of honestly is the drivers in like Southern California because I was actually just down there on a, a little vacation and I, I picked up a few trips and I was noticing the difference actually between what our customers get charged here and what they get charged in LA. It's like literally the difference of like a penny difference per minute and like three or four cents different per, mi- per mile in Los Angeles, California as opposed to Nashville, Tennessee. And I was just like, wow. I was like, damn, tip your drivers. But, you know, it really... That was really something that, that stuck out to me. It was like, you know, versus Seattle, say, for example, which just passed a law recently where drivers have to make a certain amount of money per hour. So they were forced to raise the fares. And I didn't, I don't know anyone in Seattle who's complaining about it. You know, the difference of like 20 or 30 cents per trip, but that makes a difference for the driver. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. Um so we're sitting back here with a color dilemma here at Muni Radio. We got a five-star guest here in the box, the Muni Radio box, and we are opening up the uh, the line for call-ins. We're going to be giving away a box of C's candies, um, a five-star C's candies box, and uh, some tickets to uh, a comedy show here at Ocientes. We'll be doing on every every Wednesday. I have a. <laughs> I have actually had a problem before where too many people were trying to call in at once, and but um, we'll see what happens. I mean, 420 is just right there. So if we're out there getting ready to spark up a marijuana cigarette, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this one's out to you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess you know we'll leave it open for uh, for another couple minutes and we can continue our conversation. But I wanted to uh, to ask you now that we got the the, the part out of the way, the bad part out of the way. I wanted to <laughs> see what your longest trip was or your best trip that you oh. ever Oh, did. I mean, I didn't, I didn't touch the bad part. I actually loved the drunk bachelorette girls. They were hysterical. <laughs> um, my longest trip is, well, it, it was an interesting experience because I drive an EV. and um, What kind of an EV? I have, I have a Tesla. So of course. It's, yeah, it's a Model S, so it's it's fun. <laughs> it's a 2014, so it's not like one of these ones that's like, I've seen you know a Model X and a Model Three that are like fucking, you know, 2018s that get 350, 400 to a charge. I get 225. So I ended up on a trip from Martinez, the Amtrak station. I think I was telling you about this um, when we were when we met up at the comedy show last. Asientos. Yeah, Asientos. Yeah. yeah, a few weeks ago. Uh, and I ended up in Redding, which is north, north, north. It's like up in the snow in the mountains. And thankfully, my car is in all-wheel drive, so I kind of just like blew through the snow like it was nothing. Uh, but that was without um, 
without stops for charging, I think it was a two and a half hour drive, something like that. Oh, two and a half hour drive is a very long time. And with charging, it was like up close to four um, because I had to stop off and this chick was actually really cool. She was like, you're the only one that's getting me. It's like 10 o'clock at night and I need to get you writing in the morning for this doctor's appointment. So I'm like, let's go. And I'm like, sweet. Uh, the other one I had was when I was in Nashville. Um, it was a Saturday at like 1.30. I had to go to dinner with some friends at like 5, 6 o'clock. And about 2 o'clock or so, 2.15, I just filled up my, my gas car that I had at the time, my Nissan, because everyone in Nashville drove Nissan because that's where Nissan's headquartered. Makes sense. Um, and... Um, all of a sudden, I'm, in Nashville, you have no clue where you're going. You just accept a trip. It's not like in the Bay Area where we know, you know, how much the pay is going to be, how you know how long the trip's going to be, blah 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 blah. Um, and I was like, all right, fuck it. I pull over into this like you know, <laughs> middle class neighborhood. These four girls get in my car, and I'm like, all right, they're cute, cool, whatever. Let's go. Where am I going? 10, 15, 20. I'm thinking like, oh, a little short ride. She's like, you know, it's going to be long, and I'm like, ah, whatever. I mean. And then I start the trip, and it's going to Knoxville. Now, Knoxville's, like, going from Oakland to, like, Monterey. So it's – Wow. Right. You know, Monterey, Salinas, down, straight shot down 101, bullshit, whatever. Um, I have allergies. I have asthma. Don't. Um, and so I was um, – I was like, all right. And I realized as I'm getting there, and I, I crossed the, the time zone line, and I'm like, I'm not going to make it back in time. I should text Jesse. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, you know. So yeah. I was like, that that was interesting. That was fun. They ended up passing out halfway through, so it wasn't quite as entertaining. Uh, but I ended up dropping them off at a college party at UT. And oh, nice. Was, University. Uh, um, University Tennessee. of Tennessee. And it was right as the football game let out. And if you know anything about college football in the South, it was psychotic, and the surge was massive and i made hella cash that night it was fun i can imagine yeah that sounds amazing <laughs> there's one time and I, I don't know i i got into the um the ubering uh back in 2017 it was november of 2017 my grandmother actually god rest her soul uh <laughs> it's actually just recently um, no, it's all right. I was about, you know, she, I mean, when you live to be 90 years old, you know, yeah. so I was, uh, huh. so she would try to take an Uber <laughs> to go to church every Sunday. <laughs> and because we lived in Timbuktu in kind of a place where there was no service that the Uber driver would get there and then couldn't message her to say that she was there. Oh, so um, what it was for me, I was kind of, you know, for me being a grandkid, I was kind of, I was kind of pissed off. I'm like, you're ditching my grandma to go to church? Like, what's <laughs> going on here, you know? But that's entirely what it was. Yeah. Was that, um, was that if, you know, there was no service and it was tough for the, the Uber driver. To, and you've been in that situation oh, yeah, before. Yeah. So, um, so that, um, that inspired me to be an Uber driver. And so I've always been a recording artist, I mean, since the age of seven. Yeah. And so what my idea was is to make a mobile podcast 
and being an, a, an Uber driver. Nice. And so that was my that was my vision behind it. And especially, you know, being in outside sales and doing that thing too, what's cool about the Uber app is that you can set the destination for where you want to go. Yep. So I was just like, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Like I have three appointments a day and then I'm going to here and I'm going there. I could just, after this appointment, just set the um, set the destination to, you know, where I'm going, San Bruno or wherever I'm going. Yeah. And so I'd left my grandmother's place. This is November of 2017. And uh, I set the destination back for my place, and I picked up someone in Castro Valley, and I gave them a ride to Oakland. And I picked up someone in Oakland, and gave them a ride to San Francisco, because that's where you know yeah. I set the destination. I was just like, this is a trip me out. I couldn't even believe it. Um, and here I am in media radio, yeah. talking to you. <laughs> but at the, uh, I don't know. I I feel like the definitely the uh, the evolution of um, and so the whole rideshare thing really could personalize that experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if you were up there, I mean, on the five stars, have you, I mean, you're basically, I feel like I said in the beginning of the show is that you're only as pretty as you treat other people. Yeah. And if you're a five star, yeah. I know all the, the people out there listening. Yeah. Yeah, um, actually, I, I wanted I wanted to actually give, give a plug. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, another friend of mine also named uh, Justin has a company called uh, Go Go Grandparent, which uh, what they do is they have a phone number, and seniors can call in rather than having to have a smartphone app. I, I'm just entirely plugging this because you, you brought it up. And it's actually really cool, and I actually do some trips for them every now and again. They use Uber, they use Lyft, and they have a handful of their own drivers across the country. And it's... Uh, it's pretty fun. I actually did it this morning. Um, I started really early today. I started at like oh, I so picked you up drove my first today. Oh yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, actually, I mean, I I've done a few Uber trips today, but I did this trip for GoGo, um, which is uh, which I actually love. I love doing it because you know, you brought up your your grandma, and you know, it's like it it's fun because you get these like seniors don't give a fuck. They just say whatever they want. And you know, yesterday I had this crazy old couple. This morning I had this kind of chill Filipino lady, which was pretty awesome, you know. But it's like, um, it, it really is fun to do it. And uh, you know, if you do know a, a senior who is having transportation issues, go to grandparent.com. Uh, I will send you a, a message with the phone number. You can put it up. They're awesome. They entirely just care about people. And I did it because I got up. And I stay in Antioch with my dad, and I went down to Fremont this morning to take this lady to and from her doctor's appointment. Is that's the the care that you know we have for our customers? Yes, they can call them an Uber or a Lyft, but sometimes it's kind of nice to be able to go. Yeah, we'll take you door to door. Yeah. So what is the name of that? Go Go Grandparent. Go Go Grandparent. Yeah. I'll make a post of that too. Yeah, dude. I'll send I'll send you their. Um, I, I have them on my likes on my page. I'll send you a message with them. Nice. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. And it was actually founded by uh, my friend Justin, who also couldn't find a ride for his grandmother. And he's a techie, and him and his friend David just were like, hey, you know what? Let's let's make a, a phone service, and it just spread like wildfire. It's all over the country, too. God, yeah. 
It's a big thing. It's a yeah. demand right there. Oh, I mean, it's, it's huge. It's a huge market that's just going to keep growing. The people that are 75 and up are just that age demographic. Is, Definitely. You know, with baby boomers and whatnot. And they're, they're not always going to be the, I don't know how to work a smartphone. You know? Oh, yeah. And it's true. It's pretty true. Yeah. Yeah, so sitting back here in the booth having a tea party with Color Dilemma and a five star guest here, Ron Grant. Um, yeah, I wanted to uh, open up the floor to Color Dilemma. And um, yeah, to see <laughs> what your thoughts are on ride sharing. But maybe uh, I'll let you guys play a song first since you guys are rock and roll stars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we got colorblind dilemma here. Um, yeah, and um, we got Ron Grant sit back here, candy man in the studio. We got lots of tea and herbals um, going around here. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave the floor open to you guys to play a little, play your, play your thing. What's going on, Radio Land? Steve here. Uh, this next song we got is uh, "If Not for You," George Harrison classic, and and by Bob Dylan as well. Yeah.
Blind Dilemma. Muni Radio FM. I want to, Ron and I and the five-star guests here, we want to leave it open to you guys to see, um, to hear what you guys feel about the whole rideshare thing. If uh, you guys have had a good experience or bad experience uh, or if you prefer to walk. I'd say, yeah, I mean, um, I like walking, I'd say, for, uh, for <laughs> us. Like, uh, but Jerry and I have done, like, Uber a lot and stuff um, <laughs> with, in terms of, like, getting to gigs sometimes and things. And uh, most of the time it's been actually a good experience. Most of the drivers are nice. There have been a few times where, like, people will get, like, not that nice because of, like, if they see lots of musical equipment and things. Sometimes <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're big fans over here. We love a good Uber lift on after a long night out. Definitely. <laughs> I, know, I know I haven't, thank God, I haven't had a super difficult experience with an Uber driver. Not yet, at least. Um, you don't have a drinking problem then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's yeah, I'd say most of the time, um, all the people I've encountered are really nice. Yeah. I guess we ride with you one day. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> you imagine? You I've had that happen. I actually, I can fit all your guys' stuff in the back of my car, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there we go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> so that to the gig. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget it. I was with a, a girl that was a friend, um, and uh, we were at Fishman's Wharf doing a little tourist thing. And uh, there was this Laffy Taffy place. It was a candy store. And so basically it was like, I just wanted five pieces of candy. But the people at the store, they had said, well, it's the same price to buy a whole bag. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to eat that much candy, but if it's the same price, I might as well. And then I have this big bag of candy, and I just don't even know what I'm going to do. And I walk out, and good thing I was with a girl. The first thing, you know, totally innocent, was trying to give away some free candy on the Beach uh, Street, and in, uh, in San Francisco, and you can imagine how that came off, totally giving away <laughs> some candy. Hey, you want some candy? <laughs> so I felt like the uh, uh, we took an Uber uh, from Fisherman's Wharf to downtown or Knob Hill, and I was able to give the candy to a, an Uber driver, and I felt like that was more appropriate. But um. I, I just was an Uber driver. I'd, I'd like some candy. <laughs> like the, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a great set. I remember, uh, you know, I, I rented you guys at that farmer's market and uh, the Sunset Color Blind Dilemma. Yeah. And um, that's really one of the very few places now in San Francisco where you could actually play legally. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Legally. Thank God for that too. Yeah, we were really happy to be invited there and play a little bit of music for the people, and it was really cool to have people coming up and really enjoying some live music, which I feel like San Francisco has been missing for a while. So thank you so much for having us on here, and hope the people out in Radio Land are enjoying yeah. the cool Seriously. vibes and good tunes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that uh, farmers market is um, out in the uh, the Sunset District on 37th and Pacheco. Every Sunday we have that. That's where I ran a colorblind dilemma here. And, um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I was going to let uh, all of our listeners listen to the, the rest of your set. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to rock it out. we got a few yeah. tunes for you guys. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Enjoy. Sweet. Also, uh, yeah, check us out on uh, social media if you, if any listeners want to check us out. Colorblind Dilemma, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. If you're in the Bay Area as well, we'll be uh, back at the Farmer's Market on March 28th. Oh, yeah, the, the day before nice. my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Does that mean you're an Aries? You're an Aries. Um, I guess. I only joke about Zodiacs. I'm not being serious, (laughs) but I I think you are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is one that uh, that Steve actually wrote. Yeah, um, the uh, a new one. Next song is called uh, "Bluebirds." Uh, we'll have Ruben go ahead and take the vocals on this guy. Here you go. Blind dilemma here on Mutiny Radio. Alright. That was called Bluebirds. That's a great song. What do we got next? Yes. Just switching over. Hendrix is my number one influence. Switching up our instruments here. Next one. uh, Switch up here, you can find it. Mr. Jimi Hendrix. 
we got like a, a, a country twist on this one. Hope you enjoy it.
Jimi Hendrix is my number one influence in my life. <laughs> and that's my favorite version of H.O. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> a little bit of a country twist on that one. Yeah. Because why not? <laughs> that banjo solo was like, wow. Just freaking out, man. I mean, it really suits the song, unless you hear it in that context. Yeah, it's, it's, really yeah, like a, true. it's really a folk country song at heart. Yeah, it really is. For, for anyone listening out there, we have uh, we had Odin on the guitar there, Jerry on the banjo, uh, I was on the bass, and uh, Ruben was singing there with the shakers, too. Rocking the shakers. Yeah, well. when in doubt, shake it up. <laughs> I'm gonna go with an original next. But yeah, uh, Colorblind Dilemma, we started in like 2013, me and Jerry uh, here. And um, we've just been growing and expanding since that. Uh, Steve Owen, who've been our latest additions. Yeah. Glad to be added. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a good time. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, we've been evolving. We've been working a lot with lots of new songs in the last couple months, just with quarantine and everything. So, um, I also want to give a quick shout out to Peninsula Seafood down the peninsula. Uh, they let me get off work a little bit early today <laughs> to uh, come and play some music. So, shout out to uh, Caesar and Edwin. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that located? Um, down Peninsula, South City. South City. What was peninsula the name of the seafood market? Check it out. Yeah. Thank you. 
That's one of Jerry's compositions. Back with me. Back with me. Colorblind Dilemma. Colorblind Dilemma Instagram. Are you guys on SoundCloud? Yeah, we actually do have a SoundCloud. Colorblind Dilemma SoundCloud. You guys on Spotify yet? We have one song on Spotify. Same here, too. Blue Spotify is such a pain. It's like you got a billion dollars. You got to listen to Lady Gaga 20 times before you hear the track that you want. That's crazy. I love Lady Gaga, but. Who doesn't love Lady Gaga? I already found them on Apple Music, so there you go. They're there with their single. Oh, cool. Already in my library. Did you guys use a Distro Kid to do that? We used a CD Baby. CD Baby. That sounds like something you smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding with you. Like, yeah. I got a Traeger. Is the only reason why I'm saying. Here's a Neil, Neil Young song. Yes.
Neil Young. The godfather of grunge. You hear that? You know what it is? Yeah, so I think he inherited that. Um, well, you know, he's got a really wide um, variety of sounds, but that song, Keep on Rockin' in the Free World, that was pretty grunge before grunge was around. Yeah, that's it. Keep on rockin' in the free world. Oh, yeah, that's the one. Grunge came from that song, I think. I don't know. Maybe that's not what Um, this one's called Summer Days. I wrote this one on the piano, actually. Um, me and Odin are literally next door neighbors. My piano's pushed up against the wall, which is right up against his house. So I'm sure you heard me trying to figure this one out <laughs> through the walls. And then we ended up playing music together. And here we are, rocking yeah. for you guys. Radio.fm, Colorblind Dilemma, live.
colorblind dilemma here in this mini radio airwaves. That's a great song. Wow. I'm shaking back here. <laughs> Setup. <laughs> <laughs> little change up here. Got a little four piece in the studio. <laughs> so I brought some flowers too. I saw those lilies back there. It's nice. next song is called uh, Top Hat Man. I wrote it. My name's Steve again. We've got uh, Odin on banjo, Jerry on bass guitar. We've got Ruben on the shakers. Again, when shake, you know, it out today. shake it out. <laughs> this is a song for uh, all you scotch drinkers out there. So here we go.
Blind dilemma. Wow. That was a nice remix at the end. I, I, I couldn't. What is that? The other, the other thing at the end, a little banjo riff. Oh, uh, that was from uh, Almond Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, figure out what it was. It was awesome. Great
think uh, one of the guitarists in Almond Brothers is rated number two best guitar player in Rolling Stones. Oh, uh, Dwayne Almond. Dwayne Almond. Yeah, that's right. And that guy's slide guitar is something else. <laughs> yeah. got some uh, outdoor comedy going on here at 6 o'clock after the show. And, uh, yeah, got colorblind dilemma here. Got a five-star guest. We're sitting back here enjoying it. I feel like I'm seriously on one right now. The, uh, the outdoor comedy show is actually in front of the radio station here, right here on 21st in Florida, right after the show. Or my show here, or our show, <laughs> whatever show it is. I'm not a very possessive person, yeah. Nice. Nice. I can't hear them. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. Colorblind Dilemma, SoundCloud, everywhere you can find music.
Colorblind Dilemma here, live media radio.fm. Here it's March uh, March 5th here. It's a nice uh, Friday evening. Doing some uh, outdoor comedy later. I'm going to have you guys through Tiki Desk concerts one of these days. I'm not sure if I told them about Tiki Desk concerts yet. Did I tell you about Tiki Desk concerts? Yeah, so with this whole pandemic, how it's uh how it kind of evolved. Yeah. And not um and not being able to go out and play live shows. Um yeah. there's a band that called in last year on June twelfth and I had them uh I had them um they called in, they came out with this new record. I just kind of threw it out there. I was like, hey, you guys want to come by and play a set on my rooftop? <laughs> and so they, they came over on a Sunday. And because, you know, I have a stage as well, because there wasn't anyone there because of the pandemic, yeah. they asked if they could set up on the Tiki Bar. <laughs> and then at one point during their set, they said, this is Tiki Desk Concerts. And that's how it all started. Dope. Can you ma I can imagine this on a, a colorblind dilemma here um, on Tiki Desk concerts. That'd be really fun. Yeah, these guys are pretty badass. Yeah, it's fun. I like those renditions too, that Neil Young and that uh, Jimi Hendrix Hey Joe song. Yeah. yeah.
CB radio unplugged here. Anybody want to say hi to their mom up there? Yeah, our, our, our parents are, uh, I think most of our, our parents are watching this story or here. Oh, yeah, my parents are definitely are listening. listening. Hi, listening. mom. Hi, dad. <laughs> I love that. I don't uh, care who knows it. I love my mom. <laughs> Even a bad man loves their mom. Huh? Someone said that. Got colorblind dilemma head here. Winding down the set. Got the outdoor comedy after this. <laughs> thank you guys for coming in. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks again for having us. Pleasure is mine. This is our first time playing playing like a full set on the radio. Yeah, yeah it's an awesome experience. First time playing a full set together as well. Yeah, yeah like uh -huh. we, we haven't. Uh, yeah, I mean, have you haven't done like full full like? Have you done gigs before? Um, a couple, but nothing like of this. Yeah, you know, this is pretty cool. Um, we were able to get together. Uh, first time as a group at the farmer's market a couple weeks ago, yeah. but that was just an instrumental set that we kind of did. So this is, uh, this is the first time you, uh, people are hearing us yeah. sing all together, so this is awesome. You, you got us on at the right time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I know that feeling of being out there at the farmer's market and not being able to sing. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> you say anything about this, Drew? Uh, this is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac.
rehearsal audience is getting more packed by the second. We probably have enough for one more song. We don't have time, actually. It's all right, yeah. Um, it's all right. Um, yeah, if you guys want to do um, one more song, I'm going to help Pam unload these, uh, put these uh, no, 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 chairs don't outside. Worry, just, I, you just clean up your show and do your thing. It's okay, it's just it's 10 to Okay, cool. All right, so uh, if you guys want to play one more song, I'm going to help Pam uh, get this outdoor comedy set up. <laughs> for some outdoor comedy yeah, right now, it's happening. Uh, we'll be at the uh, Outer Sunset Farmer's Market on March 28th. March 28th, Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market, too. It's one of the great food, great uh, Yeah, once again, I'm Odin, that's Jerry. Steve-O, uh, right Steve And Ruben. That was really fun. You guys fucking killed it. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, Jacob. Yeah, it was fun.